Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney, and I'm by myself again, but Bradley should be joining me hopefully shortly. He just finished his stream on Facebook, so hopefully you guys were watching that. And today we're going to talk about the Game Awards, which were a fun-ass time. It was a three-hour event on Thursday, and there was a lot of cool reveal trailers and a lot of cool awards given away. We're also going to talk about the Xbox Fridge, or the Xbox Series X, whatever the hell it is. I can't tell the difference because it's so freaking monolithic. All right, so let's uh, tee up for a good one here, and that's all coming up right now. Right now. Uh, so let's uh, get right into the gaming word of the week, which is brought to you by myself, uh, being sexy and all. No, I'm just kidding. I have a face for radio, which is why you're listening to this podcast and not watching me stream. So uh, let's get right into it. So the gaming word of the week this week is frag, which uh, has two meanings, actually, if you guys have not heard this term before. It's a frag is a, a frag is to kill another player and is most often used in FPS games like Counter-Strike, Unreal Tournament, and Call of Duty. And there's a little picture of a peg one holding a gigantic grenade launcher looking thing and it says born to frag and then obviously a frag is uh is a short term for frag grenade so yeah that's uh gaming word of the week and it's brought to you by uh, like i said a me so let's get uh right into the episode here actually before we do that uh just another plug for us visit our website at videogamesnow.ca to find all of our content including our youtube videos and including the video that i just made for Halo Reach, so check that out. It's a review of the experience of Halo Reach on PC. And you can find our social media links on there as well, and the latest gaming news. So after the show, please leave a review on whatever you listen to our show on to help spread the word about fragging, I guess. Uh, finally, have you considered becoming a Video Games Now Patreon? As a Patreon, you get access to podcast episodes one day earlier than everyone else, as well as discounts on VGN swag, exclusive stories, and you can listen to the podcast live on Discord as we record it. All right, so let's get right into the Game Awards. So uh, Bradley should be along here shortly to to, to save me, because last, last week I... Whoa, whoa! That was impeccable timing, sir. I try. I try really hard. You tried really hard. Uh, did you actually listen to the podcast last week? 
It's been a busy week at work, so I haven't been able to listen oh, to that's, many podcasts. That's I'm fine. It was all them. That's fine. I was choking. Um, so I mean, the, I didn't think the podcast was too bad. Like, I just listened back to, uh, to the podcast episode in my car, and it didn't sound too bad. The only issue I found was, like, it skipped a couple times, which I didn't notice while we were recording. So I, I was a little upset by that, but I think I fixed the issue. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. Uh, but anyways, we're just we're literally just getting into the game awards, and I have the game awards recap here at, per MSPowerUser.com, who I've never heard of, but hopefully they they got their shit together. So uh, no big secret that game of the year went to Secure Shadows Die Twice. Hooray, Bradley! Have you played? <laughs> did you play that, or was that Eric? Eric played it. That's why I was trying to get him on the podcast because I think he's the only one that played it among us. God damn. Well, I might actually check it out now because it actually won a bunch of awards, so that's great. We actually had a poll on our website, which was which game do you think is going to win Game of the Year? And nobody nobody picked Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. We had Smash Bros, Death Stranding, Outer Worlds, but not not Shakira. Uh, Shakira I can't even say it now. Sekiro. I don't have to buy you an uh, advent calendar now. I'm happy. Hey. I said if you guessed wrong, I can't remember what I said. I'd have to r- roll the clip, which I don't have queued up. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I do want an advent calendar. So, all right. Uh, so yeah, that's game of the year. Went to Shakira Shadows Die Twice, and we had a plethora of other rewards. Reward. I mean, awards, not rewards, uh, given out. Uh, action game went to Devil May Cry Five, which you played, Bradley. And uh, are you surprised by that decision? Uh, actually, I'm not surprised. Based off the list of games, Devil May Cry Five was really good. I it, really enjoyed uh, enjoyed the combat and fighting style to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked good. I never picked it up myself. I, a lot of games, not a lot of time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. So, and then uh, Shakira Shadows Die Twice also won Best uh, Action Adventure Game. So great on them. And then the game we were bashing the most was Control because we never heard of it, but it actually won a bunch of awards as well, including Best Art Direction. So maybe we should actually check that out. Actually, you said didn't you say you checked it out? I can't remember. You're saying something on the Discord the other day. Oh, it's on my. It's now on my list to pick up. Yeah, it, uh, I'll try to. I'll pick up the game of the game of the year version. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I looked at it on my Xbox uh, store because I was looking for something to play other than COD because I was ready to about murder some kids. Uh, but yeah, I never ended up buying it. So. Speaking of murdering kids, uh, Call of Duty... That's a bad joke. Wow, that is an awful joke. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare won Best Audio Design. So, And I can actually agree with that. That actually has really good audio design in that game. So, did you... That, that has a really good... It was a really good COD game in general. I was quite impressed with it. I was quite impressed so with it, too. It something. Yeah, it just kind of... It, it slowly dwindled back to the to what the other CODs lacked, I guess, which was soul. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, that, that campaign in it is amazing. Yes, I agree. The campaign was really, really good. I've been playing a lot of Halo Reach, and I realized how much more fun I have playing Halo Reach than I do playing COD. So I've been playing way more. Actually, I have, not, pl- I, I, yeah, I have not played COD since December 3rd when Halo Reach came out for PC. What I would like to see cod do is instead of like releasing a new game every year create almost like a destiny game where you just play online all the time you can just go yeah and then them just releasing new campaigns like our new single player stuff 
I wonder if that's what they're doing now because they went back to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like just the standard title, and now they've released Season 1. So I wonder if that's the direction they're actually going to go now. I think that would work better for them because if they just release, like they just have an online server, this is our game, we'll update and we'll we'll do the Fortnite-style events, and then every year we'll just add a new chapter to the campaign for you guys to enjoy. Yeah. And, and keep the the lore going pretty much and what if they do it in a way similar to halo mcc where it's like here's all the f- the franchises like here's black ops here's modern warfare you know here's all of them and then e- you know they keep adding on to each each game essentially so they have each campaign for each game which gets either added on to every year or and then if you want to play the black ops uh multiplayer like the black ops maps uh the black ops guns all that kind of shit then that would I think that would be fun and exciting. Yeah. I hope that that's what they're doing. I hope they're doing something different with it this time around. Because I just looked up uh, 2020 games and found that Black Ops 5 uh, is supposed to be coming out. And I was like, ah, oh, I really don't want to see that. Yeah. Well, they got to round it out at 5 because Black Ops 4 just doesn't seem like it's cutting it. <laughs> I don't hey. know. Yeah, um, it should just not have made four. Yeah, that's true. They should have just left it as a trilogy. Well, they should just make blackout zombies because that's honestly all I, all anyone actually fucking cares about. That's very true. So, and they only had one level. No, they had two levels. Last time I played, which one? Oh no, it was World War Two. The last one I played, where, where it had zombies in it, and only had two levels. And one of them was actually super fun. It was like the house one. It was like traditional zombies in a house. And you had to like, mm. but you couldn't board up the windows. I think that was really dumb. And then the first level was like, it had some sort of like linear story where you had to like go and like build a fucking laser beam gun. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah, uh, the Black Ops Four had a similar zombie style to like this the stories and lore. Like one, you were set in like um, a galactic, no, not galactic, um, gladiator style fighting yeah. it's like a gladiator stadium and you're trying to work your way through the coliseum it was kind of cool but that sounds cool but i think what you started with sounds even cooler um a, ga- a, a galactic space alien zombie <laughs> thing <laughs> you just uh, that you, was actually yeah that'd be pretty cool you're just in your flying tank in space shooting fucking zombies <laughs> Um, and then and then Master Chief shows up and it's like what the fuck, and it just turns what into the fuck? <laughs> turns into like a huge uh, Halo versus Black Ops. <laughs> that'd be su- that'd be super cool actually. Um, all right, uh, so moving on. So this one somewhat surprised me. The best community support was Destiny Two because we haven't talked about Destiny a lot. Uh, for a long time on the show because we thought it was kind of a dead game. But uh, that's interesting to know that their community support is a a list. Yeah, so they did do a lot of work in the last couple and they just released that new I can't remember the name of the expansion, but the new expansion and Destiny fans loved it. Yeah, um, Facebook streamers are just they're they're enjoying Destiny so much. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I guess I could see it. I just haven't. I haven't. I downloaded Destiny 2's. I think they had a demo. Or was it 
I could get Destiny 2 for free, like the original, like non DLC stuff. But I never you can get ever. Destiny 2. I think all the DLC except the newest one for free. Yeah, because I I had it downloaded on my Xbox, but I've never opened it because I've just like I don't want to fucking. Yeah. They were really trying to get people back into the game when they launched that new expansion. So I'm pretty sure they just said here, like everyone play it, and if you like what you're playing, here's a new expansion to buy. Okay. Awesome. Uh, all right, so content creator of the year went to Shroud, and I'm not going to say his real name because I'm going to absolutely annihilate that last name. Uh, the best esports coach went to Danny Zonic Sorazin, who uh, he's the coach for Astralis uh, for Counter Strike Go, and uh, the best esport event was League of Legends World Ch- World Championship 2019. And, oh, there's a lot of esports stuff. Best esports game of the year is League of Legends. Esports host is some dude whose name is absolutely too advanced for my my comprehension. Um, Esports player was uh, Kyle Gersdorf. Why doesn't he just change his last name to Ganondorf? Because, like, it's it's pretty well there. There's, like, like (laughs) two letters off. Uh, Kyle Ganondorf. Uh, (laughs) From the Sentinels and for Fortnite. And uh, the last one is uh, best esports team is G two esports and uh, oh, oh yes yeah for League of Legends uh, esports player Buga that's the one that won the uh, Fortnite World Championship won the three point two million or whatever is that the kid that because uh, when we went to PAX not obviously not last year because we didn't fucking go at all bullshit um, it was the year before where there was a Fortnite tournament and some no name kid came and just fucking cleaned house and won like a couple thousand dollars like like. $100,000 or something. So I wonder if it's that kid. I don't, know if it's a, I don't know if it's that same kid, but this is the kid that won uh, the Fortnite World Cup that was worth $3 million. Uh, he was a 16-year-old, oh. and he, he dummied it. Like, in the last two rounds, he didn't even have to try, and he still would have won. Fuck. How, and how- it, was, it was crazy. His social media, after he won, like, quadrupled in support. Yeah, totally. Could, what do you do with three million dollars when you're 16 years old? Like, you, there's not enough. There's not enough fucking porn magazines on this earth to fucking buy. The government took half of it on him. Oh, the fucking government to state buy. State of New York because he he won it, but he lives in New York. The state of New York taxes on winnings like that was like 49 percent or something stupid. Oh, that's yeah. savage. He lost a million or 1.5 million to that, taxes. That's savage. Doesn't it make you feel good to be a Canadian and you can go win like some money at the casino and you get to keep all of it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's fucking savage. Like, and you know what? Actually, I've read articles from people who played like The Price Is Right, and they'll win like, like they'll go to the final round, right, the final showcase, and they win all this shit. They win like a fucking boat and a car and a trip and all this shit, and then that you know they get to the the part where they got to sign all the papers and stuff, and it's just like. It's not even worth it. It's not worth it to, like, pay tax on all that shit and just get, like, tax out the wazoo and you basically walk home with fuck all. So, yeah, that's kind of unfair for the, for the Americans. My favorite game shows is coming to Canada, so... There are games... that out. Yeah, there's a Family, family Feud Canada. Game. Yeah, Family Feud Canada. <gasps> I, 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 oh, I like that show. Actually, I, liked, I think I like that show more because Steve Harvey was the host. Yeah. Now they got some yeah. Canadian fucking salt and pepper dude hosting it so yeah but uh i think my mom would actually be really good at that game so we should uh i should look into doing that 
Yeah. Anyways. Esports. What's that? Back to esports. Yeah, back back to esports. Oh wait, esports is over. Back to f- now on to uh, uh, individual stuff. So best family game was Luigi's Mansion Three, which we have a re- review of on our YouTube page. If you want to check that out, best fighting game was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. If <sighs> I was gonna say, like, I wonder if anybody's butthurt that like Tekken or like Soul Calibur or like any of those other fighting games didn't win. Because I'm like, this This is the go-to, like, fighting game. Like, for anybody. It's like... So good. It's so good. Like, it's like in Yu-Gi-Oh! When everyone just has a problem, they're just like, duel me. It's like that, but in real life, it's Smash Bros. It's like, fucking 1v1 me, Smash. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they did such a good job in that game. I'm so happy at least won something. Yeah, 100%. Uh, this game got a lot of attention on... Uh, uh, during the Game Awards, it was Disco Elysium, which won Fresh Indie Game. Uh, it also won Best Independent Game, and Best Narrative, and Best RPG, and that's it. But still, it won four awards, and it's a brand new indie game, so that's that's a super, super impressive. I actually haven't even looked at Disco Elysium to see what it even has to offer. So this... Um, it, yeah, I, I kind of want to check it out On Steam now. right now for $45. I wonder if that went up. I wonder if it was like $25 and then it got all these awards. And it's like, yeah, it's a double A price tag game now. <laughs> it looks like an over the shoulder. It's like a point and click. Like it's an interesting, it's beautifully looking right now. I'm just looking at like a quick trailer of it. I'm not listening to anything, but. Right. An in-depth RPG. Shit. I'm breaking open world role-playing game you're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal and a whole city block to carve your path across cool yeah i uh, might check that out can you get that on switch actually or is it just on Stia uh, pc oh, i'll take i'll take a quick look see what it's available because if it's it on just came up on steam with the first thing because if it's on uh switch i'm gonna play that over the holiday season because i'll be not at my house for like almost a week and a half speaking of that everybody i'm gonna record it it's not on switch Uh, fuck um but yeah speaking of that everybody i'm gonna record an extra podcast episode sometime this week i'll figure out who's who's available maybe i'll do it by myself who knows but uh i'll record one more and then just schedule it to come out next week when i'm not at my house so that uh you can continue to enjoy the video games now podcast comes out for christmas (laughs) it's gonna come out uh, on christmas eve so i might uh i might even just do one by myself and just read off like christmas list or something i don't know we'll figure it out we'll make it fun and uh we hope you guys have a good holiday season and it sounds like the podcast is ending but it's not uh yeah so moving on here death stranding won best game direction and uh, Death Stranding looked like a great game. Like I didn't play it or, or follow it or any or anything. But yeah, like it visually looked good. Um, I can't really speak for the story or anything. Bradley, did you play it at all or, or interact with it? Oh, I I passed on that one because it came out with so many other games around it. I just that's, my bank account was already crying. That yeah, that's kind of everything with um, with games. It's like everybody wants to release their game in the end of the year to kind of capitalize on you know. Black Friday and Christmas and stuff like that, but yeah, why don't you just release it in like July when there's fucking nothing? Like Luigi's Mansion came out around that time. Star Wars: Fallen Order came out. Pokemon came out. Death Stranded came out, and I think there's another game in the mix somewhere. 
maybe COD came out just like two weeks before yeah. it or a week before it. Yeah, I think COD came out uh, and uh, beginning of November, I think. Yeah, so th this was beginning. This came out in November eighth, so beginning of November. Yeah. So stranded. So yeah, there's so many games. Yeah. All right, so games for impact, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, Gris won that, and uh, best independent game we already said was Disco Elysium. Best mobile game was Call of Duty Mobile, which I didn't even realize was a thing, and I can't believe that that's a thing. Like, <laughs> um, it's like Fortnite Mobile. It's like the like a laughing stock. I think, like I I thought, but it won best mobile game of the year, maybe because no one. Wanted to not be playing Call of Duty for, like, two minutes. Like, they were, like, playing on their console, and then they just couldn't, like, take a poop for two minutes, so they just had to take their phone in and play Call of Duty Mobile. I know a, a few streamers that actually stream that. Uh, oh, oh, really? Before COD came out. Before, like, Modern Warfare, before Modern Warfare came out, they were streaming that instead of Black Ops. That's hilarious. What, is it, is it based off a game, or is it its own, is it its own thing? It's kind of it's like its own thing. Interesting. So they have to like, I don't, know. I don't, I have to check it out, but I don't even know how that would work personally. But it won mobile game of the year, so it might not be that bad. I'm just shitting on it because of uh, Fortnite mobiles thing. Uh, we had uh, we were playing Fortnite. Oh fuck, this was forever ago. Uh, Will and I and another guy was playing Fortnite, and we were joined by some some girl we worked with, and she downloaded Fortnite mobile, and she just like. I'm really good at hiding in bushes, and we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she made it to, like, top fucking five, and, like, all she did was hide in a bush, and then when she had to run because the storm was closing in, she would just run to another bush in the storm, and she got, oh, and then she got one kill, and it was a total fucking fluke, and she's like, I got one kill, and, it, and I think he was, like, one shot, like, so, like, he was just in a battle with somebody, and then she was in the bush, and she shot him, <laughs> fucking dropped him. Oh, it was funny. Anyways. Bought way to win. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, so now we're on to best multiplayer game was Apex Legends. No surprise there. That's been picking up a lot of steam since it released in February. And yeah. including your streams, Mr. Bradley, are yeah. top shelf now on Apex, Le Apex Legends. It's a lot of fun. Right now it's having a little problems, though, with uh, skill-based matchmaking. matchmaking. Yeah, I find but that with uh, with a couple with a couple of other games too. Um, I Halo's always had like I haven't had many difficult uh, matchmaking, I guess opportunities or whatever in Halo Reach because the matchmaking has always been good for Halo. But for COD, like it's just been trash matchmaking. Like one game you're absolutely dominating everybody, and then the next game you're just like you're not worth the dirt the shit sits on basically. My so. problem with skill based matchmaking in Apex is they have a ranked mode that is like based off your skill and how well you do, you keep going up. Right. But then when you play pubs and you want to play pubs, like you just want to go into a random game and just play. Yeah. Because you did so well, you're against pred players all the time. So pubs is harder than ranked right now. Oh, really? Yeah, and you're playing against people that are like stacks of three and they'll just gun you. Like, you shoot one, and you're getting shot by all three of them. They're, they're working as a into, unit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's it's not ranked. It's it's just a, a casual game mode, and you're playing that sweaty. Yeah. Maybe they just got... Maybe they're like you... Like, do you get tired of rank, and you just want to play pubs? Like, maybe everyone's feeling that way. 
Like they're just and, well, there's there's people that just and like Dizzy, like the streamer Dizzy, he's been complaining about um, skill based matchmaking in Apex for the last like two weeks. There's YouTube videos of big streamers complaining about it, like. Hmm. But it's just because it just it ruins the casual. Just go in. I'm going in alone. I'm just gonna go have some fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get two two you randies. Can't do that if you're a decent player. Yeah. 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 I. I can, yeah, I can understand why that's frustrating for sure. And because with rank, like, it doesn't matter how good you are. When you're in ranked, you hit a you hit a ceiling. Like, you, there's people better than you, and you just can't fucking beat them. And then and people get frustrated by just getting fucking shit stomped by these guys that are better than them. So yeah, they just want to go back and play pubs and fucking merc noobs all the time. So <laughs> when they go back and play pubs now in Apex, yeah, they're playing against those people that keep. They keep shitting on them in rank. Yeah, so everyone's getting frustrated. Get from it. Yeah, everyone's getting frustrated with with whatever rank they're in, from the lowest rank all the way to the highest rank. So they're going back to pubs and they're just fucking dominating. Yeah, it's yeah, I can see that. Um, I wish maybe they could make a pubs category that's like it's separates it into three. So if you've hit a certain level of um, ranked then you're not allowed to play like say they'll have like a low medium and high tier so if you hit like what's what's the mid ground like kind of ranked uh like bronze or bronze to start bronze silver gold platinum diamond red because you're kind of looking like mid it would be a gold high gold low plat so so say so say you hit like a low gold so once you hit a low gold you cannot join the low tier of pubs. Like, it just won't let you. Because you're, obviously, if you're gold, then why would you go and feed on the fucking weak? And just, you know what I mean? You think that would work? Uh, I don't know. Right now, they gotta do something, though. Yeah. Well, we... The game we at the, is just still in balance, so... Yeah, totally. We at the Video Games Now podcast always come up with ideas, and then they steal them and make a game out of it. So, like, hell out loose. That is true. <laughs> Trademark. Uh, no. Devils, if you're listening. Yeah, totally. The, if you're one of the 700 people that listen to this podcast, respond. Listen to us now. This is your father talking. No, just kidding. Uh, anyways, so, <laughs> uh, next on our list here is the best ongoing game was Fortnite. And I think what really won Fortnite this award was the Black Hole event. Oh yeah, like that was just that such was a amazing. such a brilliant way to draw in their audience and then totally fucking blow their mind and 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 <laughs> it was just good. It was good. I really liked. It. I really enjoyed that whole uh, aspect of that game because I I have checked out a Fortnite since season five of of whatever the first tour was chapter one chapter one season five i have not played fortnite since then and this got me interested in even jumping into a game just to finding out what's going on so yeah it was really really interesting so i wonder what their go ahead sorry whole event was was just a marketing genius and there was top streamers streamers with like twenty thousand people um watching literally a black hole waiting for something to happen yeah and it was down for 20 28 hours was it or 36 hours something i want to know 
I want to look it up how long it was down. I wonder if they did that. Um, if they updated something so drastically, like they had to update like their server firmware or something like that, and they're like, we need 28 hours. <laughs> Or, or, or they probably said forty-eight hours to fully update, like if they're from where on the so- on the servers. I wonder if that was had something to do with it. And then they're like, "Hey, well, let's make an event out of it." Um, because I mean, Fortnite's been online since it launched until that black hole event, and it's just been growing at an absolute substantial rate. So I'm wondering if they were maybe struggling to keep up, and they just needed like a day to like get their shit together or something. I don't know. Be. I don't know. It was it was really good. It was good. And, uh, yeah, I like what they had to say on stage at the Game Awards. They said, uh, you know, they're, they're looking for different ways to entertain everybody in terms of uh, just to keep, keep Fortnite fresh. And is the map... Has you, have you played Fortnite since the Black Hole event? I have. Is it, like, drastically different? You know what? There's some mechanics in it that are very different. Like, the they have the fishing and they have the boats. But... The swimming is really cool. Yeah, because... Uh, you, you, go ahead, sorry. To get from high ground to low ground, you can just jump in the water and you won't take fall damage. So that adds that certain times you're just like, oh, fuck it, I'm piecing out and just jump off the, the mountain and try to hit the water. Yeah. Okay. From fights. The map is unique. Yeah. I took some cool elements from all their seasons and kind of threw it into the map without copying too much um so like there's a slurp factory there's um like an actual like it almost looks like the simpsons factory to me um with the two giant smoke smoke smokestacks that's the word i'm looking for smokestacks oh yeah they have two giant smokestacks in it and then they they did bring in um retail row Pleasant Park and Risky Reels, I think, is in there too, right? A new version. Yeah, they're from like the original. They brought those back, and then they put a new version of like Risky Reel in. So, no, there. But it, I like it. What don't they have that mine area? I can't remember what it, what it's called. Because um, there's some massive event going on in there. Uh, they announced at the Game Awards that like they were going to play something from Star Wars, like a behind the scenes from the new Star Wars movie there, and you had to be in game to see it. Yeah, they had the a new. I don't know where it is on the map. Like the map names are Cringy Cliffs, Steamy Stacks, Dirty Docks, Retail Row, Lazy Lake. But it's just the lakes to the south of it. Right. I'm just looking up the star. Misty Meadows. Right. Right. Yeah. Be the Weeping Woods. Salty Springs, so a Sweaty lot. Sands, okay. Pleasant Park are okay. like the names that are at the launch. Got it. So uh, I just pulled up an article here um, about that event that I just mentioned. So it says the Fortnite Star Wars event was bad, but not because of server issues. Ooh, that sucks. That 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 event didn't go so well. Um, so I'm just quickly skimming through this here. Um, yeah, I don't think... Uh, that's too bad. Uh, after the rocket launches, volcano eruptions, and monster fights, he wasn't going to miss this one. And this was probably the for- Fortnite's worst event so far, despite being the most technically impressive. Oh, well, that's sad. 
maybe we shouldn't read any further. <laughs> uh, anyways, we should continue on with uh, the Game Awards here. So, we were on Fortnite, and then our best performance went to Mads Mikkelsen in Death Stranding in terms of uh, voice artistry. That's a tongue twister. Voice artistry for voiceovers and characters. You just cut out there, bud. Did I cut out there? Oh, no, I think I yeah. cut out for you because I'm talking to you on speakerphone. Because, okay. yeah, the uh, Pro Tools on PC has just been a fucking nightmare. Like, just issue after issue after issue. It's just been a goddamn zoo. So, yeah. now, now I have to... Okay, so... Uh, I, I'm as everybody knows who's been long time listeners of the podcast I fucking hate Apple with a passion but if you want a smooth audio recording experience on Pro Tools you have to use a Mac like it's just you have to um, the only reason I got rid of my Mac is because like I literally only used it once a week to record the podcast and I was like why am I having this extra computer sitting in my fucking room when I could just build a badass gaming PC and just record on there that was my thought process and now it's just I'm regretting it for recording <laughs> but um yeah like um on here you need like a separate program to run so that pro tools can talk to all your recording shit and it, oh it's just so frustrating but i'd rather use pro tools in a broken state than fucking adobe audition which is like cancer yeah <clears throat> that's my little, that was rodney rant that was just gonna say there's my rant i i got it out so there <laughs> to you by pro tools fucking up Pro Tools fucking up. Hopefully it didn't skip this time. Anyways, I think I figured out why that it was skipping, so I, hopefully I fixed it. Anyways, uh, best RPG game went to Disco Elysium, which we said earlier. The best score in music was Death Stranding. Thank God they have a category for that, because like, music plays just such a huge part in every game. Like, you don't even realize it. Um, yeah, I love I love. Just awkwardly sitting here nodding my head in agreements. Okay, cool. Uh, good. <laughs> well, there's also music playing in the background of, um, of this, but I can't hear it, because if I turn the USB knob on my mixer up, then you can hear me doubly. Doubly, doubly, doubly. Um, pro- I don't know if that actually came through or not, but anyways. Uh, moving on here to the next thing. We have Best Sports and Racing Game, which was, um, Eric's big favorite game is, uh, Crash Racing, uh, Team Racing Nitro Field. He's, uh... He comes home and, play, and he doesn't even feed his kids. He just goes straight to playing cross team racing. <laughs> uh, it's a fun game. I really want to get it. Yeah, it, I, I play remember, the original all the time. When I play that, all I can rem- all I think of is Diddy Kong Racing for the sixty four because like I play I, I play quite a bit of that actually. I don't know. Yeah, they're very similar. They came out around the similar time too. I think they were rivaling each other because like they knew they weren't going to beat mario kart because you just fucking can't um so i wonder if crash team racing and diddy kong racing kind of came out uh to kind of rival mario kart maybe i don't know i think so possibly anyways best strategy game went just sony trying to get a piece of their pie (laughs) sony sticking their wiener and everything um actually get actually i'll get to that later we're going to talk about the xbox series x later so um so the best strategy game went to fire emblem three houses and the best vr slash ar game went to beat saber yeah surprise there you're surprised there oh no surprise there oh no surprise i don't know that uh 
I didn't play. I see. I saw people playing Beat Saber at PAX one year, and I'm like, I kind of want to play that game because I, I like, um, I like rhythm-based games, and I like to think I'm good at them, and then I, and then I'm not, you know, like Guitar Hero. So yeah. I'm not good at them. Not good at them. All oh, right. No, no. So that about wraps up the Game Awards for 2019. And if you guys were also watching, basically, in the first freaking what was it? 10 minutes of the freaking show, they they showed off the new Xbox. And I gotta say, this thing is a monolith of epic proportions. It's it's massive, and it's it's oddly shaped. So, when if I were to ask you what you think, out of all the consoles of all time, what is the most awkwardly fucking shaped one, you'd probably say the GameCube. Well, this is like an osculated fucking GameCube, essentially. It's just it looks like the Xbox One S and the Xbox One Pro or One X had a baby and the baby was really fat. Oh dude, no. I think I think calling it fat is like totally understatement. Like like I I just God, I just gotta look at this. So someone tried to measure it up. So it's got a controller leaning against it in the main picture. So it's probably three Xbox controllers high. If you if it's standing on their on the handles, and it's one controller wide and one controller long, so how the hell is anyone going to fit this? Like it's fine for me because my Xbox is just basically on top of my shelf anyway, where it's got nothing above it. But like for people who have a limited amount of space, it's like where the fuck are you going to put this? And you get to put it so that uh, you got to put it on the floor, and then all the f- dust and everything settles in the little top, the little grate bit. I don't know. And burns out. And burn, yeah, it burns out. And then your cat. Full fucking, repeat of the. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just. I don't know. I don't like the design. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a. And the, but the controller looks exactly the same as the Xbox One. So I. Um. I remember when the Xbox One got announced and they showed off the controller and everyone was like bitching about its design. It's like, dude, it's the fucking same controller. Just calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's like sl- it's been slightly modified. So, but no. That's- Pretty much what Sony's done too is they haven't really fucked with their controller much. No, it's been the same since the PS One, minus the the little touchscreen or whatever the hell on the on the middle. But yeah, I mean, I think I think it'd be really dumb for them to use to have an all new controller because they've been pushing these uh, make your customized Xbox controller pretty hard. So it'd be really dumb for them <laughs> to just be like, yeah, no, discard that controller now and make another one. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Have you seen the leaks? Have you seen the the supposedly leaks PlayStation? I have. See the picture I posted on that. I have. Yeah. Um, that actually looks pretty cool. And what I was gonna say about the Xbox One X, sorry, Xbox Series X. That's f- so dumb name, dumb design. That's that's what I gotta say about the Xbox. Like Xbox, like the code names half the time are better than the actual fucking name. Like the the Wii was Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet and Anaconda sounded badass, and now it's Series X. It dumb. Um, uh, Scarlet would have been better. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the Wii, the code name for the Wii was the Nintendo Revolution, and it's like that's way better fucking name than the Wii. So, why the Switch? I think the Switch for Nintendo is a good name, though. Uh, yeah, the NX. I knew it wouldn't stick in terms of the actual name, so yeah, I do. I do like this, the Nintendo Switch. I I had to warm up to it though. I didn't like it at first. I thought it was kind of silly, but I warmed up to it. It's fine. 
Um, I just appreciate Sony just sticking with the the numerical system. Well, they yeah, they, they might as uh, well. Everyone else is moving away from it. They they trademarked up to uh, PlayStation Ten. The it should be called the PSX. Let's be real. Eh? That'd be good. Eh? Yeah, but okay. that's if they get there. We'll yeah. see what Sony does if they sell off their company or not. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, okay, so I'm on the uh, the Verge reading this article about the Xbox Series X. It says all the news about Microsoft's next-gen console. We've known about Microsoft's next-gen Xbox for quite some time now. The company unveiled its official codename Scarlet back in E3 2019 alongside some key specs. And Chief uh, Xbox Chief Phil Spencer has been much more forthright about the upcoming console generation to provide us to... to, to, to <coughs> sorry. Um... <laughs> to promote a spirit of transparency with fans to counter Sony's more tight-lipped approach with the PS5. But at the Game Awards in December, Microsoft did something completely unexpected. It showed off its new console, nearly a year before its planned launch and many months before the next e- year's E3, when we all presumed to get to see it for the first time in person. The Xbox Series X, is called its, uh, as it's called, is the next-gen Microsoft console, and it's already inspiring spirited debates about how much of a uh, console-PC hybrid it is. That, yeah, you know what? I want to see the back of this thing. I want to see what the what you can plug into it. Cause, that'd be, yeah, that'd be good to see. Yeah, because I I imagine it's basically got a mouse and keyboard hook up in the back, and it's like a fucking straight ass PC. Um, but it's still you know, with the price they're probably going to sell it at. What do you think they're going to sell it at? I think seventy seven ninety nine is what they're going to sell it at. Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, I think they're going to completely slap us across the face. You think that's the Canadian price or the U.S. price? Like, we're going to be fucked over and it's going to be like nine fifty. Uh, I think the U.S. price will be six ninety nine, and we'll get seventy ninety nine for sure. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think seven ninety nine is probably the hard cap for both systems. Yeah, but if you're buying a console... Like, okay, and here's the other thing, too. I was, I was actually talking to Mark about this earlier. So if Halo Infinite is available on PC... I'm not fucking buying this console. It's just not happening. Like, I'm not spending $799 on a console that basically is a PC. So, I already have a gaming PC. I'm just going to play all the games on here. So. Yeah, like, the in terms of the Xbox One and how it performed in this generation, it kind of performed kind of shitty. Like, the trademark, the kind of flagship games for Xbox are Halo and Gears. And they didn't even release a new Gears until fucking super late in its life cycle. And Halo 5 was trash. So that's kind of all they really had going for it. Um, everything and else... I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I talked about that in the Discord, or uh, our Discord channel a bit. Or I, was, I was really disappointed with the Xbox game, uh, like, exclusive content. Where yeah. PlayStation really killed it this year, or this generation with exclusive content. Yeah, I I'm gonna possibly just buy a PS5 next uh, next year, and please tell Will I said that because <laughs> he won't believe me that I said that. On, but it's on the podcast, so if he if he ends up listening to it, great. Um, Not the only one I know that's converting. I actually have a coworker. I sold him a cheap uh, PlayStation Four. Yeah. So I sold it to him cheap and told him, like, okay, if you're getting this, you have to play these games. And I listed, like, six of the exclusives. And he's like, I don't, I don't, I like the Xbox, the new one, but I'll probably just wait and buy the PlayStation 5. They have a better game lineup. Well, not only that, it's backwards compatible. So it's like all the games you've missed out on in the past 
like six years you can fucking play, which is great. But uh, yeah, I unless I see an absolute supremely impressive lineup of games at E3 in 2020, like I'm probably not going to buy this Xbox, um, especially if Halo Infinite is going to be available on PC. So yeah, Xbox may surprise us. They hopefully they've learned from this generation. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not buying Halo at launch. I sh- I'm yeah, I'm not going to buy Halo at launch. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how it is. I'm gonna see how people are perceiving it. Um, it probably be on Game Pass. To be completely honest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh, you don't even. I don't think you need to buy it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're right. And then if it's on again, if it's on PC, why the fuck am I buying an Xbox? I'll just play it on PC. So, all right. Well. I was going to pull something up about the PlayStation... Actually, yeah, I will. And we'll talk about it after. Play PS5 leak images. There was a few uh, game announcements, too, though. At the uh, uh, Game Awards. uh, Yes. Yes, you're right. They announced uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, And then they had a couple of indie stuff, like uh, people... um, What do they call it? The Facebook uh, um, Gaming Creator of the Year or something? Uh, but yeah. it, anyways, a gaming story of the year or something. Anyways, they, t- they were following people from like third world countries that just had it kind of rough, and they basically used their experiences to make games to make people happy. So they, they yeah. So there's a couple games uh, on there that they were uh, looking at. They showed off Man Eater, which Man Eater made me laugh so freaking hard. It's like I'm actually kind of excited to play this game. <laughs> All right. Grand Theft Auto meets sharks. Grand Theft Auto meets Sharknado. Um, and then they uh, announced a Final Fantasy VII remake, which has been asked for for like every year since Final Fantasy VII came out. Uh, they, they showed it off more because that's out next year. Yes, yes. At least chapter chapter one is out next year because they're releasing it in like chap in chunks. Yes, which is kind of annoying. Hundred uh, percent. They showed off. And they showed off a nice new video, so which is it was pretty cool. For uh, yeah, for Final Fantasy VII, yeah, absolutely. We have another. We have a reveal trailer for a game called Godfall, which is a PS exclusive, I believe. And uh, this game actually looks super cool. And uh, we'll put uh, all these are obviously available on YouTube. All these trailers, if you guys want to check it out. Uh, this one kind of scared me, in a sense. This next Hell, one, Hellblade. Yeah, Hellblade. Um, it didn't it first start. First, it started off with showing like. Uh, you know, moderately attractive-looking lady, and then it turn- she turned into like some demon lady. I'm like, fuck, no thanks, I'm out. Uh, but Senua, uh, Saga, Hellblade Two is uh was uh announced. Yeah, it was announced at uh, the Game Awards. Uh, A bra- lot of people are excited to play that. 100, yeah. Bravely Default Two was also announced for the Nintendo Switch, and I've played Bra- I. Played Bravely Default One, but I didn't beat it. But I did get pretty far. I, got, I probably got seventy percent of the way through. But I actually didn't mind it. It's pretty good. It was a different take on uh, turn-based uh, JRPGs. Um, I actually can't remember exactly how the mechanic worked, but I know like you could have your character like store, like basically pass on his turn and like store his turn, and then in. T- in reward for that, the next time he attacked, he would attack with two turns worth of strength or something. Um, I, like I said, I don't remember exactly how the mechanic works, so I'd have to actually look into that again. But I'd probably, I may check it out. I never played the first one, though. Um, I don't think it's worth it now, because it was on the 3DS, and the p- part of the charm of the game was you could go, 
because you had to repair your kind of like the country that's been ravaged by monsters and it worked with spot pass with the 3ds so i don't know if that would be worth it now uh, maybe the story is still worth it but yeah actually the one thing i really liked about the original bravely default is you could um uh you could set your encounter rate for wild battles so when you went into a dungeon you'd be running around and then you would get a random like a wild encounter like like exactly like in pokemon when you're walking through tall grass like just randomly pops up but you could set that to zero or like a hundred percent. So like you're basically two steps and you're hitting wild battles all the time. So once you've grinded enough and you're like, I just want to fucking finish the dungeon, you can just turn wild encounters off completely. And then you can just run through the dungeon without any consequence. So that was one of my favorite features about bravely default actually. But anyways, cool. moving makes it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Makes it more of like a casual versus like an extreme rpg player yeah but if you turn that off and just kind of walk around you're like you're gonna get fucked eventually because you're not gonna be the right level so yeah. you got you got to find the balance but uh each battle super annoying because it's kind of long but anyways uh moving on here we have humankind which is uh an official your story gameplay trailer and uh i can't actually remember what this one's about it says um uh, Humankind, the civilization building simulator from Amplitude Studios, deba- de- debuted a new trailer and gameplay feature. The game is set for a potential release in sometime in 2020. Okay, great. Uh, next, we had Warframe, and uh, that was the latest uh, update known as. I can't even say that. Empyrean. Uh, was simulated re- simu- simultaneously revealed and dropped. If you own Warframe on PC, go and update your game. If you own Warframe on console, you'll have to wait a little longer. Uh, the previous update, known as Rising Tide, is now available on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Uh, we had... Fuck, there were so many announcements. Like, I don't even, We don't even have time to talk about them all. Um, but... Yeah, it was like a Magic the Gathering yeah. uh, prologue. Um, Sons of the Forest looked creepy as fuck. Uh, then there's two League of Legends story mode games that they kind of showed off. Yep. Uh, they um, had uh, what else? They looked really cool. Sons of the Forest. Like and- uh, sorry, I cut you off. I thought you were done. <laughs> this Discord latency sorry. sucks ass. Um. Anyway, Sons of the Forest looks fucking terrifying. It looks it looks creepy as fuck. Yeah, that that's right up Will's alley. Will's gonna be fucking balls deep in that Son of the Forest. Free and Will the Wisp game um the first one was really good so i'm kind of excited for the second one nice they actually this is the probably the coolest thing so when i was watching the game awards i was actually streaming kind of watching and playing apex and so the apex hollow day bash event dropped like mid game like there was no update no nothing so i'm playing a game and i'm like okay cool we're done let's go into the next one and as i go into the next one it's like here's your free holiday song like what the hell clicks and it's like whole thing changed they dropped everything in this new game mode which was it's so much fun uh, where you have to hijack a train and it's uh you have to win three rounds and you're playing against two other teams of three to take over the train wow and i i, I probably played it maybe a hundred rounds of it within the weekend wow that sounds super fun had a lot of fun you can change your character like in between each round uh, each character has a set loadout and then the loadouts rotate around every day so not one character is OP 
it may be OP for the day, but it won't be OP the next time around. Oh. Um, they did a really good job with that. And then they put in Mirage's uh, party ship in the actual game. And that's... I, I suggest looking up videos because that's kind of a cool, funny little thing that they added to the game for another spot to loot. Hmm. Nice. Uh, okay, just moving on quickly here. Gears Tactic World Premiere trailer dropped, so... Uh... I think that was the turn-based uh, version of Gears, I guess. Um, I can't quite remember. I think they announced that in e- E3, but uh, it didn't really stick with me because I'm not really mm. a Gears fan myself. Uh, they announced a new FPS game called 9to5, so you check that out. Uh, another game called New World It's also announced. The Oh yeah, Green Day performed live. Hooray, there's a new <laughs> Surgeon Simulator 2. That sounds... I never actually played that, but that would be super fun to play in VR. Surgeon Simulator, yeah. looks cool. (laughs) Uh, They've showed off uh, Elder Scrolls Online Elsewhere. Elsewhere. I'm going to butcher that uh, for Elder Scrolls. That's right, Elsewhere. Elsewhere, okay, good. Elsewhere. Uh, And then uh, they had a Fast and Furious trailer, and then Vin Diesel came on stage and did some shit. And uh, (laughs) they they did bad acting on stage, actually. Oh, and some some guy heckled Vin Diesel, and he's like, hey, Yeah, I don't know. Take off your shirt. Yeah, take off your shirt. That's what he said. Um, yeah, that's all we got here. So if you guys want the full details, uh, you can head over. Uh, I'm just freaking type it into Google. It'll be up everywhere. So yeah, the the only last thing I'm gonna quickly mention is they dropped a new trailer. Go check it out of uh, Ghost of Tsushima or Tsushima. Tsushima. Yep. Um, that's a play. That's the PlayStation exclusive dropping next year, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Okay. You're worthy of music right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, the poll for this week is going to be on our website. So we go to uh, videogamesnow.ca slash podcasts and you'll find our poll of the week, which is which console will be your first priority next holiday season? <laughs> and the, I'm just quickly opening it. The uh, answers are Xbox Series X, freaking Halo Man. Uh, PS5 because exclusives, duh, and I just have a Switch. So uh, head over to our website, let us know uh, what your priorities are and if we should change our priorities and get them straight, buddy. So, yeah. All right, guys, thanks. Uh, I think that'll wrap it up for the podcast here. And uh, thanks for listening to the Video Games Now podcast. Leave a review on whatever you're listening to the show on and then jump onto social media. Let us know what you thought of the show and ultimately what you thought of the Game Awards because we're curious to hear what you have to say. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you and we'll be back next week. And until then, we'll see you all in the next one. Bye-bye. Hey, guys.